Hi friends, welcome to the Save Continue podcast. Every week we get together and we talk about video games and drink soda and hang out with Sandy. <laughs> My name's Ryan, that's Tom over there. Hi. That's Sinead right there. Sup? <laughs> Sandy, it's good to have you back on the show. Always. Always, we've missed you. Mm-hmm. Don't ever leave us again, <laughs> okay? It's uh, a great well, release, we'll back. Right? Leases are meant to be broken. You know what? They'll pay for it. Like promises. And, uh, your, and all of your future and marriage. leases. I feel like, okay, look. Sandy, let me tell you something. Financial obligation is a human construct. Break free of your chains and move back to San Antonio. No, I actually love it out there. Oh, I see. But I there's no Chipotle. I don't, yeah, there, you have a Chipotle there? No. So. Mm, well... Choice is made. Do you have a blockbuster video? Yeah, that's where the last one is. <laughs> no. We'll find it. Do you know where the last one is? Uh, it's in... Alaska? No. no, the one's in Alaska. Close. I think it's in Washington. Oh. Or, or I think it's in Washington. Did y'all... Alright, do y'all remember at all, like, Walmart used to have photo studios inside of them? Like, a lot of them did? Yeah. Yeah, apparently only, like, six states have them now, and none of the states make sense. They're all different parts of the country. Well, in but most, most states, sta- it's not legal. Most states only have, like, one per state, except for Pennsylvania. They got three. Well, they like to have their photos taken there. Yeah, should I? So. I want to take Luna's photos there, but they don't exist where we are. So, check this out. Um, so basically I'm saying I'm moving to Pennsylvania. For a dog photo. <laughs> you know, you can take pictures of Luna with your telephone. Yeah. Did you know that? Mm-mm. You know what that is? You know what a telephone <laughs> is? <laughs> Never mm-hmm. heard of it. Uh, Sandy, have you been playing video games? What have you been up to? I feel like I haven't talked to you in a coon's age. <laughs> um, Ryan. What? I meant raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been playing uh, Chrono Trigger. Um, yeah, James has been uh, streaming for us a little bit. Yeah, just trying to help y'all out. Does that frog turn out to be the bad guy? No. Okay. No, he's actually, he's, he's decent. He's kind of like a eh character. Like um, like as a character, or are you talking about stats-wise? Stats-wise. I see. Um, so I've been playing that, trying to platinum Dragon Quest Heroes. How's that going? God, it's hard. It's just, it's a lot of grinding. Killed a lot of dudes, I bet. Yeah. Mostly slimes. No, not really a lot of slimes, just a lot of... Um, dudes. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of dudes. <laughs> the last time I played that game, a game it was slimes upon slimes upon slimes, some skeletons, more slimes. Yeah, it's that's all like the beginning stuff. Once you get towards the end, it's like flying creatures and white monkey things and just a bunch of dudes. Yeah. Um, and then just kind of jumping on things here or there. I haven't. I honestly haven't had much time with the schedule I had. Sure. Uh, I saw that you were giving uh, Corey some some Neo tips. You're like the Neo expert. No, I'm just trying to help him out. Yeah. But seeing as how he's already like a third of the way through the freaking game in one day, I don't think he needs much. I told him this like earlier before you got here, Ryan. Corey like just started playing Ghost Recon Wildlands and has already played it. Like a few days ago, he was like, "Oh, I'm starting this game," and now he's done. How do you? Yeah. You're efficient. I guess. I feel like I've been working on 
I feel like every platinum that I've sought to get, I've worked on for like a year before I gave up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom. Yeah. What's new in the land of Shelby? So, I want to talk about two games. Okay. Uh, picked up Wipeout the Omega Collection, which is excellent if you like Wipeout. I love Wipeout. It's one of the, like, Wipeout's one of those games that's hard to recommend to somebody who hasn't played it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's a hard fucking racing game. Yeah. Uh, and not a lot of people expect that from, you know, future hover car racing game, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, there have been F-Zeros that have been difficult, but there have also been very easy ones. Or maybe you played Extreme G back in the day. Like, those are pretty easy games. I actually never played Extreme G. Yeah. Never. Uh, I feel weird. Wipeout's fucking hard, yeah. you know? And it is about learning the tracks and learning how the cars work. And there is no rubber banding. Yeah. If you're good, you're good, and you're going to stay in first place. And if you suck, you're not, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, but it's fantastic. If you do like that series, pick it up. Is it? Chuck a look. <laughs> is it? Okay, so, like... Because when I when I had played the last time I played Wipeout, yeah, was that one that came out on PS3? Was that twenty forty eight? No, twenty forty eight was a Vita exclusive until now. Okay, uh, HD. Maybe that's what it was. Wipeout came HD. out on PS3, yeah. and then HD Fury, the expansion, came out on PS3. Uh, all three of those are in this. I just feel like. I don't have the memorization skills nor the reflexes to ever be good at Wipeout. And I believe HD was oddly enough a remake of the PSP game. Uh, so like that game, this is now like the third or fourth time that's been released. A remake of a remake? Yeah. Like remake? But uh, 2048 is my favorite Wipeout. It's weird to have like a prequel game to the Wipeout series, but like it's very good. How cool would it be if we actually got to 2048 and that stuff was going on? That'd be badass. Yeah. Um, I also want to talk about a game called The Vagrant. I was just looking at the theater. Yeah, so I picked that up. I've only played maybe an hour of it so far. Um, it's an early access game. Right now, I think you can get it for like a couple of dollars. Mm -hmm. uh, it wants very badly to be a Vanillaware game. How's that? If, if you look at it, it plays like... I don't want to say it plays like Odin Sphere, but it plays like Odin Sphere. Okay. It wants to look like Odin Sphere. Uh, you know, same genre, same art style, only done far worse. I don't know. Like, I was talking to him about this, and he's like, well, of course you're going to think that because Odin Sphere is one of your favorite games, you know? But, like, I don't know. Like, we've all had games that we've loved, and we've played games that are similar because we love those games, right? right? And, like... It's just... It's your bias. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's just not And good. especially for the price, it's it's pretty good for the price. What do you think you would think of uh, The Vagrant if you had never played Odin Sphere? I think I would like it. I am enjoying myself playing it. Yeah. But, like, it very obviously wants to be that game. Right. And it's nowhere near that game, you know. Yeah. I will say this. If you're playing on PC, you're not playing Odin Sphere there. So, right. maybe pick up Vagrant. But um, I compare... Every game to Doom, regardless of genre. Yeah. Because I have to. But, it, I mean, like, yeah, it's fun. It's just way, way watered down, yeah. you know? I it's hear... pretty, but it's not as pretty. There's RPG mechanics, but they're not as deep. There's uh, crafting, but it's not as deep, you know? The combat's there, but it's not as deep. Like... You know, I didn't get a sense of any of what you're talking about by watching the trailer. I watched the little trailer yeah. on Steam, and I didn't get a sense of any of that. I, yeah. just, I, I saw it, and I was like... My recollection of watching that trailer, I was like, this looks like a, it looked like a platformer. Yeah. Also, like, with, with Vanillaware games, 
especially with like Dragon's Crown, they're very into like exaggerating body parts for character models. Right. Uh, the women will either have giant breasts or really big ass or whatever. Uh, the men will have like ridiculous fucking pecs that just like nobody could ever have, you know. Uh, but like it, it doesn't seem like it's, it doesn't seem like they're doing it to appeal to young 13 year old boys. It seems like they're doing it as an artistic choice. Whereas this game, it seems like big boobs for the sake of big boobs, right. you know, but yeah. <laughs> I make. I think I'm going to, uh, I don't know. I was kind of, I was kind of on the fence about that game because I was like, I saw it. And I kind of, I like the premise, yeah. uh, you know, because I, I, you know, read the little description. And I like the premise a lot. Um, I don't know, it just didn't, I felt like, it, I also, it very much seemed like a game that I would play for, uh, like, a sitting and then probably just forget about it. I mean, I will probably finish it because yeah. I am having fun with it. And I would like, like, who the fuck knows when 13 Sentinels is coming out. But, uh, <clears throat> you know. It's scratching that itch, just yeah. not very well. You should have spent that cash on uh, Wreckfest. I want Wreckfest. Yeah, me too. But three racing games is too much to play. Sure. What are the other two? Wipeout and Onrush. That's right. That's right. Forgot about Onrush, <laughs> ironically. Uh, Onrush, oddly enough, they have updated that game several times now. They have, yeah. The UI is looking better as they go along. Still no ranked. Hmm. It just still says coming soon. Yep. Where did you, like, because I remember a couple weeks ago you were like, coming out later this week or like today? I had assumed that it was that day because you know how they update the challenges daily? Yeah. The challenge was to play X amount of ranked matches. So I was like, well, if that's the challenge, then yeah. obviously ranked mode should be there. I think you know? maybe they'll just procedurally generate yeah. it and, or something. Who knows? What about you, Shanae? What's going on? Uh... Just been learning. Uh, I have really been enjoying watching retrospectives. Uh, actually, what have you watched? Uh, Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, Kingdom Hearts 1, nice. obviously. Uh, uh, I started watching a Doom one and... Yes. Uh, the I love Doom. The person who was doing it had a really annoying voice, so... It wasn't Daniel Dwyer, was it? Uh, I don't know who it was, was but... Was he Irish? No, he was not. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, I was like, nope. Um, Have you been watching the old game trailers retrospective, or are you watching other ones? Watching other ones. Okay. Just typing in different games, and like, and then uh, I've been getting like suggested ones. Yeah. Because I've been watching different ones, so I've kind of like started watching a couple other ones too. Uh, but they're not Doom, so I didn't think you would care. But also, <laughs> I like had to like nope out of. Um, yeah, just been doing that. Uh, I'm officially halfway through Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, because I'm on the second playthrough you have to do. And, uh, that's about it. My dog, <laughs> gross. God damn. <laughs> it just came up out of me, I don't know. Gross. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to cut that and put it up as the burp too. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> I also like that's me saying gross to that part. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, next week is my dog's first birthday, so I've just been buying a lot of stuff on Amazon. Uh, for her first birthday, you should play third birthday. I was about to say the same thing. 
You know what that is? Uh, yeah, I just don't have a PSP to play it on. Buy one. Mm. Is it on the one. Vita that I could borrow? Very likely. Yeah. Just buy yourself a Vita, man. Right? You've been complaining about it for like a year. <laughs> you don't play yours. You I do even... play mine. What have you been playing on it? You're here like once a week, fool. What have you played on it recently? Recently, nothing. No. Okay. But, but like within the last two or three months, I have played it. To be fair, it's his Vita and he can play it as much as he wants. Or as little as he wants. That's true. Maybe let's wear it like a necklace. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would. Actually, I'd heard about a game, a new Vita game that sounded really cool. I can't remember what it was, though. But yeah, um, They still make those things. Yeah. That's all that's going on in my week. Cool. Physical is ending for Vita, but they're still making games for it. That's awesome. I hope that thing goes all the way into the next generation of uh, home consoles. Well, PS2 did it, PS3 did it, PSP did it. I imagine it will. It's Vita's time. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm really excited to um, hear where you are next week. I would like you to... Um, you said, I saw your tweet about Pactor. Yeah. yeah. Expound upon that. Um, so He's hard to watch, right? What? He's hard to watch, isn't he? Yeah, sometimes yes. Sometimes it's like, it's really nice. Like, the ones where he obviously has put effort... There's ones that you can tell he's put a lot more effort in than others. Yeah. And um, there's some where it's like he kind of like stays on topic and like I saw like ones where he was like answering like people like were asking him questions like via Twitter or or some other thing. Uh, and so here's, you, here's the thing, he comes off as smug to me. He is. He definitely is. Have like, you looked at any of his older uh, predictions to see if he was right or not? Uh, well, since you mentioned that, I did, and, and the only thing I read about that was one Kotaku uh, article about predictions he made in 2013 about 2016, mm -hmm. and all the ones that they picked out were correct, yeah. but there could have been more that were incorrect, and I just don't know about yeah. them. Hmm. But, uh, I mean, it just wasn't as hit or miss, and I just don't want to put the energy into, like, the good episodes, like, to find the good episodes, to, like, be educated, so I think I'm just gonna... You're educated enough. You know who the man is, what he does. I know how smarmy he is. Yeah. You gonna watch any no clips soon? I mean, probably. I'm going through the list, kind of. Uh, I was trying to, like, look up stuff at Ubisoft and Vindy, but then reading it, it got really boring, and I started, like, drifting my attention-wise on that. <laughs> So then I tried watching uh, a couple different YouTube videos about their history and stuff, and all of them were really poorly done that I saw. I mean, if you made one, and it's great, awesome, send it to me. But the ones I saw were not, so I still don't really know what's going on with those two. I find that, which is ironic for me to say, uh, considering how often I say it every week, but I find that most of the videos that I nope out of start with the phrase, Hey, what's up, guys? We started videos like that, which, like I, like I said, yeah. which is ironic considering how much I say it. Actually. Uh, the whole Vivendi thing, I like you can pretty much close that book at this point. Like Ubisoft is okay now, you know. It seemed like it was certain doom for them, but they have avoided it. So, cool. I wonder how close they actually were. Very. Yeah. Close enough that they're buying their own stock. Yeah. I wonder, like, what was it that made Vivendi finally just back off? I don't know. That's 
That it just seems because they were, they were so close, and then it just that's fly on the wall situation, you yeah. know. Like some somebody said something. You know? Sorry. Yeah. Um, the division two, nah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> no, we're good. You keep it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, because now I just imagine like some some Vivendi guy like, and he's like, let me see what you guys got going on here, and he's like, yeah. just takes a big binder full of things. And yeah. Like, He's just like thrumming through it, and he's just like, ah. just hands it down. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Actually, I just, I'm not. Starlink. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, yeah. So it just, it just, it was, you know, it was, it was cool to see that uh, that Ubisoft got to um, retain its autonomy at least for the time being. But like, it just always, it, like, it was something that I had always thought about, like. Yeah, I mean, it's been talked about for several years now. Yeah. Yeah. And for them to get that close to being uh, being acquired, and then suddenly they're just not being acquired anymore, and it just seemed really strange. Yeah, well, I well, do like, think the large part of it is them buying their own stock. Yeah. But. Um. Well, like the videos that I saw were like people showing like the history of them via just like different presentations, different, like, interviews, people speaking about it, and I was like, okay, this isn't really, like, helping me that much because I don't have, like, a background behind this, it really, like... but, like, but then other, and then other videos I saw were, like, not, were just, like, typing on screen, like, this is a date, this happened, and, yeah. like, had a couple things, but even then, like, I want someone to explain it to me. Spoon feed the baby. Vivendi owned, uh, Vivendi took over a lot of major publishers uh, and developers, like, and big ones, like Activision was Vivendi at some point, Blizzard was Vivendi at some point, like, you know, big yeah. ones. I forget about that. Uh, yeah. And Ubisoft, of the big three, right, if we think about, like, Activision, EA, Ubisoft, the big three, uh, they are the ones that are most likely to put out smaller titles, right? Uh, yeah, EA is doing, like, a way out now and all that shit to, like, try to not seem so shitty. But, like, Ubisoft with, like, the Rayman games, or Child of Light, or Valiant Hearts, like, you don't see Activision doing that. Activision literally put out, I think, two or three games last year, the entire year, you know. Uh, you don't see EA doing that. Uh, and Ubisoft's whole fear of being taken over was not being able to do stuff like that, not being able to have full creative control to release what they want, you know. But... <laughs> Because had that had that acquisition gone through, it would have been just mostly their their staples, right? Like, I mean, it's an, it's it's an assumption, but that's a safe assumption. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I mean, like we, we you talk like a lot of the time, like we talked about this uh, last week, is like, um, you know, uh, Ubisoft's thing is like they do release those smaller uh, titles that aren't as profitable, but also are very well received. Yeah, and um, they are still profitable. Yeah, you know. Um, Whereas, you know, Activision and EA, like, they, you know, they, they release things less frequently uh, every year, but they're, like, those things, that they're known quantities every year. Well, think about Activision, right? Putting out Call of Duty every year. And the past two have still been the highest selling games of the year, and they look at them as failures. Yeah. You know, they didn't sell enough. Man, what I would do with, with uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare money. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and it just and that was always just, um, that was always kind of uh, bizarre to me. Yeah. Uh, for them to look at it that way, um, but I also, um, 
you know, in terms of in terms of like uh, franchise that people buy up all the time, um, I feel like it's something that we had said about, um, or that uh, Ubisoft had said about, and also Activision has said about their franchises about as far as the criticism of the analyzation of Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty, was very much the attitude was, um, you know, we keep doing it because you guys are buying it every year, so why wouldn't we do that, right? Well, at least they were honest about it. Yeah. You know, they came out and said it. And that's why, like, uh, when I heard about (laughs) what Todd Howard said this week about Skyrim, and I thought, and, like, it's just that, it's like, yeah, like, you know, there was that criticism, like, yeah, they're releasing Skyrim on everything. I was like, well, if they know that you'll buy it, then why wouldn't they do that? Yeah. Um, and you know, it just it just it just makes sense. And it's not and it's not as if like uh, putting Skyrim on these on these other platforms is taking away from the development time of like whatever it is they're doing next. Well, look at the Resident Evil games. How many consoles has Resident Evil Four been on now? Right. Not enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, not even just four, right? Like a lot of them have been on a lot of consoles. Yeah. But, you know, the, the I think the big difference there is Capcom usually hires like outside porting teams, whereas Bethesda typically does it themselves. Yeah. Not always, but they do. So like that does take away from development of other games. Not a significant amount, but it does. Well, I don't think that. It, well, <clears throat> it does it does it require you to allocate a certain amount of resources? Obviously. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think that it is so significant that it is going to delay whatever their next big project is. No, of course not. When they're announcing the Elder Scrolls Six and fucking... 20 years in advance. Yeah, whatever so. the other game is, like, you know, you're not going to see those this generation. They basically came out and said that. Yeah. And then there's Square, on the other hand, who takes forever to release anything. Yeah, well, you heard what they said about... FF seven right like they were like we yes yeah, they were like, sorry yes. About that. no they were like we announced it too early <laughs> yeah. but they were like you know it, it was going to leak so we would rather be ahead of that yeah I get that like it still sucks they still shouldn't have announced Final Fantasy versus thirteen when they did like, you know what? or Kingdom Hearts three when they did yeah but like I, I do feel like seven <laughs> remake is a different situation yeah yeah um, got six more months to finish all those games. But like, what is there. what is the inverse of that situation, right? That's like, it. Yeah. Like, what if, like, let's say Final Fantasy VII just like they like they didn't announce it, like they just let it leak, right? I think that's smarter. Yeah. You let it leak, and you don't have to say shit about it. Yeah, it's like we. And don't... then people forget about it, and you announce yeah. it when you're ready to. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I just I I guess I don't, like I get wanting to get it in front of a leak, but like, I just don't see how it was advantageous of them to get out in front of that. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, why, you know, I mean, Gearbox, talking about Borderlands 3, Borderlands 3 announced fucking five years in a row, seems like, you right. know, like, you can't announce a game more than once. <laughs> it was announced the first time, Yeah. you know? It's just ridiculous. It, I announced this game! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I it, declare bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah. That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like, you know, like... I don't know. I, it, it, it had seemed like Bethesda is such a, a shame this year because it seemed like they had it figured out. Yeah. You know, well, with Fallout 4, it seemed like they learned something. Well, yeah, because it just seems so uncharacteristic yeah. of them to announce the Elder Scrolls 6 so far in advance, considering, like, how much, like, how well the announcement strategy for Fallout 4 worked for. Not even just Fallout 4, dude. They're, Bethesda's first E3, all of those games came out that year, right. except for one. This E3, like, none, we're not going to see any of those anytime soon. Yeah. Doom, we, like, kind of saw a trailer, sort of. Like, yeah. none of those are coming out soon. Yeah. 
Which, like, like, what kind of, like, what is, you know, what does that kind of communicate to us, yeah. right? Like, like, you know, what is, what are their plans over the next year or so? Yeah. Um, well, we called it, though, right? We called it because, like, all their IP had recent releases. Yeah. Up to this point. Like, you don't need to do a conference every year. Yeah. Um, Square hadn't done one for, like, three or four years up until this year. And they did one, and it was, like, the f worst fucking one. You know? <laughs> like, I don't know. You know, I... And, and, and then I started... Well, with that, I started thinking about, like... You know, not everybody needs to have a conference, you know? Like, no, they don't. Uh, I think that... I think we that, need a conference. Um, sure. Uh, but I think that also that, you know... Having your like, if you if you're gonna if your if your game is going to be exclusive to a specific platform yeah. or something anyway, you could have it there. Just have it. Just just go in with like one of the one of with one of the the, but, the manufacturers. But you know, but Bethesda and with Square, they don't do that a lot. Square does it more, obviously. Yeah. But you know, Square, their theirs was also just a video. Yeah. They didn't say, "Hey, come to this place and listen to us talk." Yeah. You know. But then again, uh, Sony made people go to that church that they hated. Yeah. So, maybe maybe no more going to places. <laughs> yeah, uh, they won't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and you know, I don't know. I just I I remember I think back to um, E three two thousand and fifteen, and I think about the the contrast that I see uh, with Bethesda then versus the kind of the contrast now. Like, did they announce stuff that I'm excited about? Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Um, but the difference is that, like, I was able to ride that excitement for a for a stable period of time. Like six months isn't a very long time. Yeah. Uh, whereas, like, whenever whenever Elder Scrolls Six is coming out, is you know, it's ambiguous too, right? Um, right. One, well, they have gone on record as saying they have four games coming out before that one. Yeah. Not Bethesda as a publisher. But as a developer. Yeah, but know? like... So there's four games that are not announced yet? That right, yeah, that's what I'm first, saying too, is that know? like, if you want... Uh, like, when are you going to announce these games? Yeah. Like, when is your... Like, like are you going to... And, and that just... It just didn't make sense to me to say something like that and say, hey, we have some games that are coming out all before these games yeah. relatively soon, but... Well, here's this. We're not going to tell you about those. Look you at this you meadow for you a minute. <laughs> you don't need to know yeah. anything about that, all right? Yeah. Look at these teaser trailers real quick. Not even they're not even teeth like they are yeah. glorified splash screens. Right. So look at, look at this thing that tells you nothing about yeah. this game that we're announcing, um, and to talk about how you have these games that are going to be coming out sooner than these other games, and then uh, but then also talk about games that are at this point nothing more than a name. Yeah. Is it's kind of frustrating. <laughs> uh, as a consumer, anyway. What's the one? Is it oh, Starfield? Yeah. Starfield, yeah. They say that is in a playable state, but Wireframe can be playable. Right. You know? I mean, I feel like people are probably, before that statement, asking more about Skyrim 6 than like. Elder Scrolls 6. Oh, Skyrim 6. Skyrim 2. <laughs> Elder Scrolls 6 than like games they didn't know about before that statement, so. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, like... You're not wrong. Yeah, I think that, you know, like, people have been asking about Elder Scrolls 6 since Elder Scrolls 5 came out, yep. you know? And which, I mean, I feel, like I, I feel like I'm the only one asking about Skyrim 6. <laughs> <laughs> I may have you not would be commented. surprised. 
there are, I'm sure there are a lot. There are a lot Look, of two through five. I just want to know about six. There are, there are a lot of middle aged mothers out there at yeah. the GameStop asking about Skyrim Six yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, to play on the Nintendo. Yeah. Um, but like, I think that it, it just it doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense to to even tell me about these things that you're doing uh, without giving me anything to go on. And it's like, uh, like, what are you just gonna shadow drop these things? I hope not. I mean, I think unless it's like a known qu like quantity, right? Like, I don't know, what's a good example? Like when they talked about, uh, when they announced Soul Calibur, right. right? Like, you know what you're getting with Soul Calibur. Right. We don't need anything more than that, right. you know? But like, yeah, Elder Scrolls, and Starfield especially, that's a whole different ballpark. Yeah. But... They plump when you cook them. Yeah. So, um... Well, I feel like even at this point, though, like... I mean, granted, um... Each Elder Scrolls game uh, has been different enough to, dis to distinguish itself from its predecessor. But, like, I feel that Elder... I feel that Elder Scrolls Six, to an extent, is kind of a known quantity in and of itself. Because I... What I know I'm... Well, like... You know, I know that I'm. I know that I'm getting an open world uh, RPG. And I sure. Know, uh, I know that I'm get. That I know that I'm gonna get these things that I know to be an Elder Scrolls game. There are gonna be new things added as they do, uh, but I mean, as exciting as it is, as exciting as the prospect of a new Elder Scrolls game uh, after uh, hearing about that, like after seven years, uh, is great. But at the same time, like when you tell me that. When you tell me that you guys are going to be more than just a Fallout and Elder Scrolls machine, and then instead of telling... I'm Starfield, so that's three now. <laughs> yeah, right. And apparently four others. So. Yeah, like, when you tell me that you're going to be more... Well, I guess 76 is one of those. Yeah. Uh, when you tell me that you're going to be more than a Star... A Starfield. Uh, Garfield. Garfield. When you tell me that you're going to be more than a Garfield and Fallout... <laughs> when you tell me that you're going to be more than an Elder Scrolls yeah. and Fallout um, Factory... But then, and but then you have this you have this big conference, and two of the games you talk to me about are Fallout and Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Then, uh, as far as that developer, right? Yeah. Like not as a publishing house, but as far as yeah. that development team, yeah. Uh, and it just it just seems like, like and and I guess like, what is your level of confidence in these other games that you're talk that you are apparently. Uh, going to release. Yeah, they've been making silly moves, and I can't say bad moves because Bethesda's doing better than they ever have, uh, but it's like with Rage 2, right? Like, okay, so they're, like, it is not working on Rage 2. They're not. Right. They're working on Doom. Right. They just slap that on there, you know? I don't know. I hate that shit. Like, cause they, I, it's like, that's the equivalent of Quentin Tarantino Presents. I was just gonna say that. You know? Yeah, um... Like, I hate that shit. Uh, well, because I think that, like, which is which is bizarre to me because... Avalanche like, is making rage, too. Well, because the only reason I can think of why they would do that is if they felt like they couldn't sell the game on the strength of Avalanche's name alone. Even though, I mean, people like Just Cause. Uh, they do, but they don't like it as much as they like Doom. Yeah. And the original Rage was an id game. Right. You know? And I'm sure, like... They are probably, if they're not using the engine that Doom used, they're probably using a modified version of that. Well, the, but, but the, so yes, technically, it did something for that game. But I guess but, that just, even that seems weird to me, because of the very, very like tepid uh, reception that Rage One got 
as a, as a solely id developed game. Yeah, I think the the reason for that reception though was because of the PC version of it. Yeah, you know, man, the world wasn't ready for mega textures. Yeah, but <laughs> that's a cool, that's a cool word to say though. Yeah, mega textures. I don't know. I I like it, going off on these rants though. Yeah. <laughs> you should that that would have been, I don't a, mean per, to... <laughs> been a perfect opportunity for a Dennis Miller impression. Yeah. Sandy, do you remember Dennis Miller? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you remember Dennis Miller live on the HB on the home on the home box office? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I don't mean to get off on a rant here. <laughs> and, then he, then, like, and then that's exactly what he does. <laughs> then he just goes off on a rant, and then like it's yeah. a bunch of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I and, and, and things like that cause me to my attention to drift to like smaller developers who uh who are doing things on you know a much smaller scale but are there's a level of consistency there that i like enjoy and it's like a very and then also we're talking about like a, a lower you know a lower you know investment of my time and finances so i often feel like they're the worst defenders though as far as announcing a game way too early yeah because you see any games and like chasm's getting ready to come out that's, for those that don't know, is like a, a Castlevania-type 2D game, but it's procedurally generated. That game was announced like six years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, this little 2D game. You know, by Last like, Guardian and Kingdom Hearts standards, that's not that long ago. But Last Guardian and Kingdom Hearts are huge games that take much longer to develop, that should take much longer to develop, yeah. you know? Whereas Chasm will probably not sell a million, like it might over its lifespan, you know? Unless it just comes out and it's the shit, like unless it's like the next Celeste or something like that, which could happen, you know, which could happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's like Cuphead. Cuphead took forever to come out. Yeah, but I hate that shit though too, because like Cuphead, technically that's not an indie game, you know. That's got like, call it what you money. like, but that's not an indie game, you know. Um, people seem to forget what that means exactly, but yeah. Well, I, I feel I like know. that. I th I think I feel like that. Uh... That the, the definition of that word has been weirdly fluid when it shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, who, who made Cuphead? Studio MDHR. What else have they made? Nothing. Which also, like, I wonder if they're... But Ryan's right. It's got Bill Gates' money all over it. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, not an indie game. Yeah. Well, you didn't say indie games to begin with. You said it makes them look at smaller and uh, smaller developers. But, but sure. Uh, uh, yeah, but, like... You know, also, again, like, I feel like when people, like, I feel like people put the put the title Indie Game on any title that looks like it could be an Indie yeah. Game. Yeah, it's got a retro look to it, yeah. so it must be an indie, indie Game, you know. Um, and also, it's just like, there's a level of importance that I feel, uh, that, I feel that people sometimes assign to Indie Games that, like, I feel is in some ways misplaced. Specifically in the way that, like... You know, like, big games. Like, uh, up until a couple of years ago, Minecraft was an indie game. Yeah. That was a huge fucking game. Made a lot of fucking money, but that, that was an indie game. game. Like, know? Not anymore, but yeah. it was. Yeah. Uh, you know. You know, I just, I think that, like... I think that, like, more and more I hear about, like, games that, like, like Cuphead. Yeah. That have, like a multi-million dollar fucking campaign behind uh, be, so being called indie games just because the team is small. Right. Um, 
which is impressive. It's still impressive it's, that so few people made Cuphead. Yeah. And it's a fantastic game. But India is not. Yeah. You know. Like, uh, but I, and, and it also makes, and in some ways makes me kind of curious to see how that game would have done if it didn't have all that money behind it. It's like Cave Story. Cave Story used to be an indie game. Yeah. It no longer is an indie game. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think that with, with, uh, with smaller developers though, like, you know, they, like a lot of times smaller developers can be the, the perpetrators of more egregious offenses, especially when we come, when we get into the conversation about like shovelware and shit like that. But, yeah, I mean, for me, it's just about, as far as the, the conversation with development time, yeah. a lot of these games just take an eternity. Yeah. And sometimes that's because it's one or two dudes working yeah. on it, but sometimes it's because they announced it when they should not have, you know. <laughs> it's like that Bloodstained game, that's been... Let's say it's been a couple of years, yeah. Then, yeah. But then you, but you have that other, uh, that that uh, that Curse other blood, yeah, bloodstained game to keep you company for a little while. Sure. Um, which like, that and the, that and there's always like a really uh, interesting uh, paradigm with with stuff like that too, because like a lot of the, a lot of the time when you talk about like a when you talk about a, like a crowdfunded indie game, it's usually being made. By somebody that no one has ever heard of. Yeah. Um, but then you put a, you know, you know when you when you put a when you put a big name like Igarashi behind yeah. a game like that, then like, it, like it's still indie, but like, it, that recognition definitely helps sell it. Yeah, and I wouldn't even call it indie. Like it is crowdfunded. Sure. But they are being published by somebody. They yeah. do have a non-indie company making that game. Indie yeah. Creates is not an indie company. Yeah. You know. Um, they make retro-looking games. They are not in any studio at all. Yeah. You know? Um, and which is also, like, you kind of muddy the waters a little bit, too, when you, like, have... When you have big people, like... Uh, when you have big companies like... Um, like, Sega, cr like... Crowdfunding, like, Shinmu. Yeah. Um, which... But it's, then it's weird, right? Because we're going to be on the Sony stage, and are they giving us money, or are they not? Yeah. You know? Like, how much... Like, like I don't know how much the crowdfunding campaign for Shinbu like uh, uh, collected, but like I know the goal was two million, I think, and like that would have been pocket change for Sony to pay. Yeah, but so, but like the the way that it had always been presented to me is like this is a litmus test because we're gonna use this to gauge interest. Yeah, and then then we'll see where it goes, and then you know we'll develop a game based on that, which fine. But then like, if it if 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 fans gave. If backers gave uh, uh, that team $2 million to make that game, which I don't know how much that game cost in total to make, um, it, also makes, it also makes me wonder, like, okay, then how much is Sony, or not Sony, how much is Sega putting into that? Mm -hmm. um, Sega might be putting nothing into that. Yeah. You know? Other than publishing the game, they might not be doing anything. Yeah. I don't know that, but that could be the case. Yeah. I, I, I just... It just, it, I just feel like there's a, uh, I would like, I would definitely, I think I would definitely like more transparency around stuff like that. I um, like to see, like, Sony on the, go, on the GoFundMe page, it's like $2 million, like, here you go, sweetie. They should, <laughs> Make I, your I, game. I feel like they should have, because then it would be exclusive. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people care about Shenmue. Might not be our cup of tea, but a lot of people <laughs> love that shit. I mean, you know? that, I mean, put it, like, I mean, that's, I mean, shit like that is how uh, Bayonetta 2 got released, right? Yeah. If Nintendo hadn't thrown some money at it, that game would not exist. Yeah. Um, Here you go, baby doll. Just 
Let's make that two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that so that also sounds like somebody potty training a baby. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know, man. It's just uh, the way the way that money works is in terms of like game development is like on a smaller scale like that. Because like when you talk when you think about like making a Call of Duty, like you know where all that shit's coming from. Like you know, Activision's got money for for years that they can just throw at any Call of Duty game that they want to. But then you have, like, but when you have, like, something, like, kind of saddling the line like that, like the way Shinmu did, is just, like, kind of, like, just weird to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But two million is nothing, right? Like, that game will be profitable. Yeah. Even if, even if it sells very poorly, that game will, will profit. I feel like... If... Let's make Shinmu, then. Let's make it <laughs> Well, like, here's, I guess, like, the way that I hear people talk about uh, the first two games, you know, I, I feel like you could just use, like, those resources and just, like, really shouldn't move three like that. No, like, you, you, you couldn't, though, because people complained about the first trailer. They complained oh, that yeah. it didn't look good enough, and it looked were bad. way better than the original. In fact, the I remember the director had to come out and say, hey, these faces aren't permanent. Yeah. We were like, we're putting you... We didn't finish the faces yeah, yet. The these funniest, are placeholder The funniest thing is them changing... Chun-Li's face in MBCI. That's so fucking hilarious. That is funny to me. That is funny to me, too. You've been like, making Chun-Li for how many years? You couldn't get her face right? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, also, yeah, how do you, like, how do you make Chun-Li, like, well, how do you make Chun-Li so many times over the course of, like, 25 years? Yeah. And, like, do it in a way that is just fine, and then suddenly, like, you do like just reuse another Chun Li. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Like, take the Chun Li that you had in Street Fighter Five and just put her in there. Sure. Like, yeah. like, why not? Why not do that? It doesn't. It doesn't make. In fact, it makes very little sense. Maybe they to are. make a new Chun Li just for that game. You already yeah. have. You already have all these perfectly good Chun Li's that you that you <laughs> yeah, have. Yeah, you have here. that asset. Were, it's running in the same strike. engine. Yeah, you have you know. a box of yeah. of Chun Li's over there that you haven't even opened. They're all, they're all on strike. Yeah. This Maybe they hired the person who's been doing all those medieval portrait remasters. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That just seems like a really <laughs> weird thing to happen, right? Because, it's really funny, though. Yeah. Um, but it's also really... It, all, it is also funny that people complain about it so much that... They're like, okay, sorry about that. Yeah. That remi which also reminds me of the fucking... Well, it's like Chrono Trigger on Steam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well... They've been nursing that game. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I I played it before they did any patches to it. Yeah. And it was it was it was ugly. It was ugly and it was bad. And now, after like four patches, it feels almost exactly like the Super Nintendo one. Yeah. Doesn't look quite like it. Yeah. So Andy, do you still own a Super Nintendo? Oh yeah. You own. Oh yeah. You own a, you own a Chrono Trigger on that some bitch. Yep. I still have a complete inbox. Worth a pretty penny now. Yeah. Yeah. You want to sell that? Nope. All right. Yeah. That's a freaking Christmas present, man. Well, money's money. Yeah. Remember what I was you, talking. You, you, remember. You put the money. Uh, Tandy, do you remember? Do you remember, too. do you remember? Do you remember our conversation earlier about human constructs? Samu, three. <laughs> Whatever. You can't put a price on this. You can't. No. You can't put a price on sen on sentiment. Uh, what if some, what if someone were, what if someone were to offer you $5,000 for that Chrono Trigger? No. Ten. Okay, look. So going back to the topic about, like, release dates and all that, $10, right? $10,000. Uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm very excited for 13 Sentinels. That game was announced a long time ago. Is that that big bot game? Uh, there are some mechs in it. Okay. Uh, but, like, they just announced it. They, they didn't really say anything about it, much in the same way as as uh, Bethesda did with, with Elder Scrolls, right? But, like, other than the people that are really into Vanillaware, like, nobody's waiting around waiting for the next 13 Sentinels trailer. Like, I bet most people listening to this haven't even heard of that shit, you know? Uh... So, like, I'm not saying it's fine, but it's better than getting on a stage at E3 and showing what is, like, a splash screen in motion, right? Like a... What was it? It was like a mountain, right? Like mountain, a mountain, water, valley, like, that's uh, it, right? And a logo. Well, I, th- like, I, I mean, with... I, I, I feel guess like, like that's certainly better than doing that at E3. Yeah. You know? And, like, on one hand, I kind of get it, right? Because, like I said... Elder Scrolls is enough of a known quantity that you can show somebody that, and then you just let their minds go wild about yeah, what could happen. But at Scrolls the same time, but at the same time, like we have no idea when that game's coming out, and you can't like that. Like that's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like I said before, Fallout Four was sustainable because like I saw, I saw, I saw the like what for one when they announced it, they had a whole uh, fucking. Uh, montage to yeah. show us. Uh, yeah, they had like a 30 minute thing. Yeah, they had like a whole thing to show me for, for Fallout 4, uh, whereas they like they announced, they announced Elder Scrolls and they showed me absolutely nothing and I'm, and I'm supposed to be excited about that for an indefinite period of time. That makes zero sense to me. Yeah. Well, it's worked for Square. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like... It has worked for Square. <laughs> You're not wrong. Like, those games profited, you know? Final Fantasy XV has made a lot of money, and it will continue to. They're putting Noctis in everything that they can. Yeah. Just like they did with Lightning, you know? But, I mean, uh, Kingdom Hearts can make them a fuck ton of money. They do with yeah. Cloud. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts will make them a decent amount of money, too. Yeah. Uh, I think I said a fuck ton. It'll take them a while. Like, paying teams that large for a decade isn't cheap. But, like, yeah, you are right. Those games will profit, and they will profit well. Yeah. Uh, but, you know... Final Fantasy Elder Scrolls ain't. Yeah. You know. Like, it, it, it has the recognition, but like... Yeah, but it's it going to sell have... here, and it's going to sell in the UK. Right. And it's not going to uh, sell in Japan. Yeah. Uh, whereas Final Fantasy is going to sell everywhere. Yeah. Uh, right. You know, and that's and that's the that's the luxury that, that Square has, right? Is that they like they have shown that they can take forever to release something. They they've shown that they can take however long they think that they should to release something, and they will get their money back. Yep. Um, whereas, like, do you think that anybody's gonna? We're not gonna wait ten years for Elder Scrolls Six. Oh yeah, we're yeah. not. People will. Yeah. You might not. I will. Yeah. But there, yeah, exactly. Okay. James will. There's people that will. Okay. I can't. I can't say that in thirty and ten years I wouldn't buy Elder Scrolls Six when I saw it on the shelf. But to say to like to put twelve years of resources into 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 Elder Six and expect to make your money back on it, I just I don't see it. Yeah, um, the, the biggest I think the biggest issue with long development times like this, when we saw we saw this problem with uh, fifteen, uh, is that producing a video game is very different than producing an album right. or producing a movie. Right. Uh, in that, the work that you started on five years in isn't going to look up to snuff in another five years, right. you know? Uh, 
that that's a problem unless you're one of these indie games that's right. making pixel art, you know, whatever. But which I get like which is another thing is like a like a like I'm I feel like really surprised that the bottom hasn't fallen out of that already. Yeah. Um, but like versus thirteen, but whatever whatever that game looked like when it was first in a playable vertical slice, yeah, probably did not look anywhere near as good as the product that came out. Well, that, and then know? again, like when you're talking about a game that like is not that that could very easily come out next generation, right? And so like obviously like if we have like on we have like a next generation situation then we, like okay well we got to make sure these visuals are up to snuff then yeah um you know and that just because i feel like there comes a like a certain expectation comes with like you releasing a game on a new console what's well, like look at was it duke duke and forever oh yeah that's Playing a great that example yeah it's a great example um did last guardian make their money back yes not by much but yes and that's the thing, right? Like, these games, especially with Square Enix, but even even with Ueda, like, they've got a long life, right? Those games are going to continue to sell for several more right. years before just nobody's buying them. Especially if you can find but, ways to monetize them after the fact. And, he, and especially with Sony First Party. Sony First Party games very quickly drop to $20. Uh, not at physical retail, but digitally. They're extremely rapidly dropping to $20. I think Horizon is already right there. Yeah. Uh, really? If yeah. not, it's damn close to it. Yeah, I think you can get the... Uh, but if you look at all of them, uh, The Order, uh, The Last of Us, like you, you every, any Zone. Sony first party... You can get Killzone for $5. Right, and that helps. Yeah. You know, that helps selling those games more and more and more yeah. and more. Whereas Square Enix games typically retain their price for a very long time. Right. Well, again, like... Like it, Nier Automata. Yep. You know. <laughs> um, cause, and also, and I just feel like, and, and granted, I, I don't play like a, like a huge amount of, of, uh, of Square's games, but um, like it wasn't until fairly recently, and at least to my recollection, that they were, that they were uh, uh, monetizing them after the fact that the way that they have been doing, um, like with, with Final <laughs> Fantasy XV, they have all that extra shit that they, that they sell, you know, along with it, like those, like those side quests or whatever. Yeah. Um, VR fishing yeah thing well no like even still like they have like those like the like the episode like episode oh, yeah, yeah. bigness or whatever like they have those like actual little things that they're selling you for like five dollars or whatever you think uh kingdom hearts 3 will have like episode goofy nah because like <laughs> well actually you know what episode mickey no uh i think we'll have episode pete though <laughs> maybe is pete in any of those games yeah yeah uh, he's in two, and he has a. Is it is it like the goof the the goof troop version of Pete? No, oh, he's in one. like uh this like weird zipper leather armor, and uh like. That sounds gross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sounds gross. No, yeah, it is. Like, I said weird. I I meant weird. It like it's not like. Um, Episode Jack Sparrow. Yeah, like, <laughs> so, like, so, like, the best Pete is Steamboat Willie Pete, though. Well, yeah, I mean, it, that's not, like, the... I believe that's Steamboat William. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's in two, yeah, so, like, there's also... Steamer Bill. So, like, he's, like, a, he's, he's pretty prevalent in, um, Kingdom Hearts 2, like, he's basically Maleficent's lackey, and, uh, who's, like, one of the big bads, and, um... Like they go to the they go to like an old 
uh, like a like OG Disney World. Um, I think it's like Timeless River. Original gangster Disney World. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and there is like, and there's like the weird, red. <laughs> there's a weird leather zipper Pete, and then there's also like the Steamboat Willie Pete there too. Uh, he's also in Birth by Sleep, but uh, Birth by Pete. Yeah. Uh, there is. <laughs> I don't want to say that we made as we were the clip. That would be pretty awesome. Wait, so, Breath by Pete. Wait, you get you get Zipper Pete and Steamboat Pete as the Adventures of Pete and Pete. Oh um, shit. Yeah. So oh, I don't know what that is. Yes, I do. <laughs> Zipper Pete. That sounds like a serial killer. He <laughs> basically uh, is. The Barricade like, Strangler. Do they? Okay. So, like, and in, so in, um, in Birth by Sleep, he's an even different Pete. He's Captain Dark, which is uh, what, oh, what yeah. he's trying to use. what you did. I don't even hear all about that, Pete. Well, like, that, 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 the, whole, the whole reason I even brought up Kingdom Hearts We've opened up is because I was just, do they, sell, do they sell DLC for, that, for those games? No. No. Not yet. They will. Kingdom Hearts 3 will have DLC, I guarantee it. It'll have something. Yeah. Like, they're going to sell you, like, another world or something like that. Like, they'll sell you, like, a pack pack of Keyblades. You know what, though? Oh, I I can see the Keyblades. Yeah, I can see Keyblades. If they you know, sell you a skin to make yourself zipper Pete. No, if they (laughs) they had DLC where it's, like, you can go to, like, Dark Moon Duck World, I'll be, like... Take my money. Yeah, there would be, like, a Disney Yeah, that's rad. If it adds more, like, substantial content, nobody minds paying for it, right? But... Would you would you buy would you buy a a pack of keyblades? Probably not. Uh, so but, what were you buying in Pokemon Go just a bit ago? Uh, Pokemon Go. Uh, so I there was something in the area I wanted to catch and I ran out of Pokeballs. Different though. That's I, I don't know. Of, I've never played it. I'm just no, 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 I ran out of Pokeballs and there was a there was a Pokemon that I wanted to catch. In my garage. In your garage, that I, I what, didn't have what yet. I guess I, what, I, what I guess I wanted. And I just got a new debit card, so, <laughs> oh, I was about to, so, that, so it wasn't attached to my yeah, Apple was, Pay yet. I was saying that was the most curious thing about that photograph was, you like you just you would like like charge it. <laughs> <laughs> charge it. Uh, uh, it's in our Discord if you want to check it out. Uh, sorry, didn't mean to utter that phrase. Um, sure. <laughs> So on one hand, I don't want there to be paid additional content. I want to like. It could be great though. I just want to pay and get all of the Kingdom Hearts that I've been waiting years for. But in the same as, uh, and like if you're gonna do it, I was like, I'd rather just be cosmetic ones or like Keyblades, or whatever. Like that's fine as long as I can still build the ultimate Keyblade versus uh, via synthesis stuff. I just feel but like as long like, as you get your money's worth off of the disc, then who cares? Which you will. There's gonna be a lot of content on that, even if they add hundreds of hours of DLC. There's gonna be a shit ton of content on that, you know. I just those aren't like exactly short games. All right. Well, I just want there to be DLC immediately after adding to the game. Like have it be like a year later. Yeah, I hate that's not that... gonna happen. No, yeah, it's not. Well, I don't know. In fact, well, I'm I... saying what I want. I'm not saying reality. Reality is that you will see DLC with I think two weeks with, later, within a month after that game. Releases. I'd say within six months. Think about stuff like. How long the Frozen Wilds took to come out, or even the first DLCs for Final Fantasy Fifteen? It wasn't a month later; that was a few months later. You know, uh, yeah. I just, I, I do, I don't think it'll be a year later though. Oh, there's still wants. Yeah. Not reality. Well, what you want, you shan't have. Okay. 
The name of this episode will be Zipper Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I want to show you a picture, but I also, I also don't. It's either going to be either also, Zipper Pete or Original Gangster Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I think Zipper Pete, though. No, it's OG. It's OG. Uh, OG Disney. OG Disney. Uh, original Gangster Disney. So is OG Disney just like Walt Disney all fucking racist? <laughs> like just be, like just like it's just you have to beat it the anti-Semitism out no, of it. No, it, it, it's, it's, it basically is like, out of his frozen head. <laughs> no, it, it, what 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 that world is is you go and it's like the silly symphonies worlds. Where it's like all black and white, it's the cows that are and like, like... And they're yeah. all like dancing like this, whenever like all yeah, the, like, like you go the, back. The, the end tables have smiley faces yeah. and hands. Like, Donald is in his classic, like, all right. black... We, we've all played Mickey Mania. We know. It's fine. I haven't played Mickey Mania. Wow. That's that's, crazy that seems like a game that you would enjoy. Yeah. yeah. I've never played it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Peace yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've gone full circle. Here's what's set. <laughs> I, I've, not <laughs> I have played Beethoven second, yeah. but I have not played Mickey We were Mania. watching a, around the time we, uh, uh, we last played Mickey Mania... We watched a video for Beethoven Second, and there's, yeah. there's a lot of stuff in that game that wasn't in the movie. Um, in fact, in that game, uh, Beethoven's killing a lot of people. So yeah, with his. Did marks. you ever play the Home Improvement game? Yeah, Tim. You like killing dinosaurs with chainsaws and shit. Yeah, that sounds awesome. But that wasn't. There was never dinosaurs in Home Improvement, as far as I recall. Does it, does it yeah, mean, I think I'm whenever, he, he, whenever he would die, I, every time I watch that show, I was like, "This is lacking dinosaurs." Isn't that whenever he gets hit or dies, he makes the sound? You know, I, well, it might do it in that, but I think you're thinking of when Ryan and I modded Streets of Rage. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, for forever, my favorite part of that will be the description and how it just. Uh, Every time someone dies, it'll make that Tim Allen noise that we immediately knew what it was yeah. talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, <laughs> which also reminds me of when you modded uh, Typing of the Dead to have the to have the heavy rain thing where everyone oh, is Jason. Even after he uninstalled just all the mod, I was still doing yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> like wrecked the game. Uh, you know, I, I thought about buying that recently because it was, like, really, really cheap. Yeah. But then I was like, no, because I remember all the stuff that Tom had to do to get it to work. and I was All like, you have to do is run it off your processor. Uh, I'd like to mod a game like House of the Dead where instead of the gunshots, it, it's just the voice going, like, pew, pew, pew. That's like, not going to get too annoying. Yeah. Like, it'd be it, funny it, for, like, it, 10 minutes. Is it you saying pew, pew, pew? No, it's just, like, like not me, but, like, it's just, like, you hear someone saying it. I mean, make it. Sure. Happen. Yeah. Sounds pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just it's, just, it. it's just, it's just, you, all you gotta, actually, all you gotta do is say pew once and then just yeah. resample it over and over again. You got yourself a mod. Yeah. Um, I just, <laughs> just gave the most productive summary. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's all you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how long have we been talking? What? Hold on. Let's okay, Matt. Let's check a look. Yeah, I'll tell you what's nuts. About an hour. Okay. Going, when I went to Lackland, and they had House of the Dead there, and you see the Air Force trainees just blowing through that game. Yeah. Well, because yeah. it's just like real life. Yeah. Yes. But I was just like, <laughs> wow. Have you good. ever been at the arcade and seen the person who takes time crisis too seriously? Yes. Yeah. Have I been that person? Well, no. Shanae, you also you <laughs> take everything too seriously. Hmm. Layers of fear. Layers <laughs> <laughs> 
That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good to have you back. <laughs> you know, man, Sandy with the zingers. Uh, <laughs> um, but, like, I think that, honestly, if they release Kingdom Hearts and there is nothing, like, there is no DLC whatsoever, um, I think that'll be a wasted opportunity. I mean, statistically, Sinead should be right. Yeah. Right? If there never has been... Yeah. Why should there be? Stands to reason that there wouldn't be... But, but correlation is not causation, right? Like, yeah. we, we, there's a good chance. There's a very good chance that there will be. Well, I don't there, hasn't been, there hasn't been DLC for those games yet because the core games were PS1, PS2. But even the other games didn't have DLC, but correct? They were, no, but they weren't core games. Those were either side stories or, like... But you say look. side stories, but they're not side stories. Like, they, like, they are God, just as much... But it's not a numerical game. Okay, so... So, they... It's not the main line. You know what you're like, Sinead? It's like <laughs> Final <laughs> Fantasy Tactics, even though it has a story. Sinead, you're, you're like, you're, right now you're acting like Dr. Alan Grant in the first Jurassic part after, when he got mad because that kid was talking about how bullshit raptors were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> raptors aren't bullshit. There's yeah, no, and Kingdom Hearts has no side games. I'm just saying, like, those games, whether it's one or two or not, have been on consoles that traditionally support DLC and have not had it. Uh, I'm not saying, like... Yes, there, I, I get what you the, were saying. The, the DLC for the core games... That sounds for downloadable have been the re, ...have been the, the remix ones that came from Japan. Yeah. Because those had extra content on Sure, them. sure. That's the closest it's come to DLC. And that's exactly what I'm getting at. Like, Shanae is correct. That series has not really had it, right? So... It stands to reason that they will continue that trend. But when you take that long to make a game... You need to get the money back. Yeah. I mean, I said that I just wanted it to, Like, there's going to be DLC to, like... Uh, I mean, I'm conceding there's, a, there's a good chance. They'll sell, you, uh, they'll sell you a Snoop Dogg announcer pack for that. Done! <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I've always... You know, it's funny because I've, like... Was that I, for ghosts? <laughs> it was for... I remember... Yeah, I think it was. Uh, and then I remember uh, the first Black Ops had an Ice Cube uh, announcer pack. That's way better than there was, Because Ice Cube was in that game as a, as a main character. Wasn't there one that had Arlie Ermey as a voice? I think one of the more recent ones. I think that was the last thing he did before he died. That's sad. Yeah. It's kind of like, wasn't Street Fighter the last thing Rose Lita did? <laughs> yeah. He was like, well, I feel like while he was making I feel movie. like I feel like that and is... Brandon Lee, like the crow... I, know, know, I, feel like, oh, I feel like I feel like Raul Julius is less sad because he was like, he he that was his gift to his children. Sure. Uh, which, regardless of the quality of that movie, Man, I that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think well, <laughs> I think that regardless of the quality of the Street Fighter movie, uh, being able to say that my dad played in Bison once is pretty cool. Sure. Um, <laughs> Dad, uh, uh, speaking of you know, speaking of actors and movies, did y'all see that they're getting Jim Carrey to play Doctor Eggman? Yeah, I saw that. Hell yeah! I don't know why. I don't know. Have you ever seen either Ace Ventura movie? Yeah, but have you seen Bruce Almighty? Yeah. Have you seen how weird he is now? Like in interviews, he doesn't give a fuck yeah, now. He's weird. 
I don't know. I'm very... I think the, here's the thing. The movie was a bad idea before Jim Carrey was involved. <laughs> yes. No, <laughs> I know. So no, I know. And so, what, like, it's... But I heard, I saw, I heard that, and I was, I was just like, uh... I guess... Because, like, this is the one that's supposed to be, like, like, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, right? Where it's, like... Yeah. Cartoon so and is, real. Yeah. So is Sonic still going to kiss a human? Is it going to be less weird if they're a live action human? Uh, it's still going to be weird. I'm not. I feel like that it makes it more okay. I don't. I don't. That's like Sarah's kissed her hedgehog. What? Not like romantically, but like. That hedgehog's been dead for a while. Yeah. Nice bringing that up. So maybe. And he can't. <laughs> and he doesn't have. He doesn't. He's not anthropomorphic like like Sonic. Yeah. You know. Sure. Uh, which, what surprises me most about you bringing that up, Sandy, was that you did not instead bring up the Mortal Kombat movie reboot. I actually have not looked into that at all. I've seen blurbs about it, but I haven't... I just keep forgetting to look into it. It's fine. Legacy first season was fine. Man, so what, a, left with that. what a left... What a letdown what that second season was. Yeah. Uh, I just want more Kano. You're gonna get it. Yeah, that's what I want. Guarantees in that movie. Yeah, I want more Kano. Uh, I want more. Uh, Who do you want to play Kano? That guy that was an uh, that that was an Arrow. Oh that, yeah, the guy who played, the guy who played that, Slade. Yeah, yeah. That guy would have been perfect Kano. Ooh, he kind of messed his career up with getting arrested here for Comic Con. Oh, really? What did he get arrested for? Assault. Was it? Oh. Yeah, he was drunk in a hotel bar. Yeah. I was going to ask you if it was Mirakuru. <laughs> no. Possession of Mirakuru. <laughs> no, no, because, no, yeah, I, 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 I wanted to meet him, and, uh... Got that Mirakuru charge. <laughs> Too much Kuru. You're so, you're, uh, that's you a, didn't that, even watch you have your seasons. You have so many... Uh, what? Yep. I watched, like, three seasons of that shit. Calm down, all right? Yeah. And plus, there's some Mirakuru in the in somewhere in those first three. So he yeah, there absolutely is. Yeah, there's, there's also that drug that Theo was on, the other fake Vertigo. Drug. Vertigo. Yeah, I love that. How many fake drugs that show has? <laughs> how, why do you, like that's another thing. Like, why do you have to? Why can't it just be like she just like crack? Yeah, why can't it just <laughs> whatever. Be like, yeah. like, why go through the trouble of inventing a drug when there are so many actual drugs out sure. there? Uh. To not glorify like actual drugs happening, also like the they weren't glorifying it. But yeah, also, she was like, really messed up. But also, uh, well, yeah, and she turned out fine, ish. Anyways, well, yeah. yeah, now she's awesome. Yeah. So what, I they, guess it kind of worked out. What happened in the? Sorry, we're backtracking. So now. I guess they did glorify it. Backtracking. Huh? <laughs> uh, what? What happened <laughs> in the hotel bar? Because I remember he just got like. Because all I remember is he was drunk in a hotel bar. He. Got, yeah, just got in a fight. I think he hit somebody. He went guru crazy. <laughs> when he did it, when, did he hit them by turning into a ball and spinning at them? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I not, mean, I should, like, I get it. I shouldn't make light of that, but, like... I mean, it's funny. That's funny to me. In a vacuum, he would have been a perfect Kato. Because, yeah. especially considering the guy who, who played Kato in the original movie is dead. So... Rest in peace, Kano. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, but if that guy was Kano now, he'd be like an old Kano. Sure. Yeah, but, like, why not? Uh, they could do that Robert Downey... <laughs> yeah, they did that twice. Yeah. They did that with Kurt Russell, too. Yeah. Which was, like, more amazing to me. <laughs> because Kurt Russell, like, looks older. Sure. Well, he, he is older, but still. 
Like, uh, did you see Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2? Oh, yeah. Did you see how young Kurt Russell looked in that with his I'd like to, locks? If we had the money to pay Marvel to do that, to or to pay Disney to do that to each episode of this podcast and make us all look younger every episode, <laughs> that'd be rad. Yeah, I'd, they give me my hair back. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, I feel your pain on that one, man. I'm good. They don't need to do nothing to me. They need to do the most to you. Yeah. <laughs> They're just gonna blur me out. <laughs> they just replace you with Kurt Russell. Be <laughs> <laughs> down for that. Uh, I thought like every like you know it's funny because people say they don't like video game movies. Uh, I will watch literally any video game movie that they put out. Don't let me watch Double Dragon. Double uh, the one terrible. with the one with Robert Patrick in it and um, the guy from Party of Five. I've never seen it. The guys know it's bad. Well, Mer- the Ro- Robert Patrick, uh, known known maybe to you as the T one thousand, and the guy from Party of Five were in Double Dragon, on opposite sides. You know they made a Three Ninjas Super Nintendo game based off that movie. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, which is weird because like they only ever showed them playing Game Gear. No. Uh, how you gonna put it on Nintendo? I feel like you're thinking of Surf Ninjas. Oh, I am thinking of Surf Ninjas. You're right. But the the thing about the Surf Ninjas Game Gear game is that like it it's weird to me because like the Game Gear game like invokes his because his Game Gear was magic. Right. And it in, like in the game you invoke his Game Gear magic while playing your Game Gear, <laughs> which to an eight year old is like mind blowing. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> Uh, I will watch any video game movie. The only video game movie that I that I can recall not watching is the that Last Dead or Alive movie. I still want to watch Tomb Raider. I still want to watch that. That looked okay. I, I sh- like that actress. I don't. I don't know that. I she did all the stunts no. herself too. Something Vikander. Yes. Oh, yeah, Alicia Vikander. I don't. I don't remember seeing her in anything. You saw Ex Machina. She was the Machina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that movie. It's terrifying, but I liked it. Uh, yeah, like, we should watch some. We should watch some Tomb Raider. Uh, I'll watch Mother next. I bought it. Yeah. We gotta watch it. Yeah. <laughs> also, watch Barry. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're all plugging that. Let's plug that. <laughs> Barry. Yeah. Have Thanks you seen you. that? No. Do you like Bill Hader? I don't know who that is. Okay, uh, have you seen? Uh, have you ever seen uh, documentary now? No. Train wreck. No. Have you seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall? He's. He was in that. He's Jason yeah. Segel's stepbrother. I don't remember that movie very well. I did not watch it sober. Oh look, it's a great show. It's about a hitman who wants to be an Saturday actor. Saturday Night Live. You know Stefan. Raquel. You know who Stefan Raquel is? That's Steve Urkel after he became cool. It was uh, after yeah, yeah. it was he it drinks, was he drinks that potion. That was the C Burkle that that was Stefan Arkell was after his really racist Bruce Lee oh, amalgamation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ever see that? No. When he became Bruce Lee. I and he used like a really, really offensive, like yeah. uh, Chinese accent. It was really bad. <laughs> I if I did, I don't remember. I guess it didn't end the show on. But yeah, you should watch Barry. Like Tom said, it's about a hitman who wants to become an actor. And he's also like super socially awkward because he's like, he's just a trained killer who doesn't know how to behave himself around people. Uh, really funny scene was remember. Oh well, never mind. That's a spoiler. Never mind. It's funny. That's a sh- that's a funny show. It's got Stephen Root. 
It's very well written. Uh, it's also got the guy who plays Mr. Zaz in Gotham. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah. It's, it's got that dude from Office Space. Yeah, Stephen Root. Okay. Also played Bill Dotrieve on King of the Hill. So you'll like that. <laughs> you okay? That's Texas. Right? That's not necessarily true. I hate varsity blues. <laughs> well. Say it, I don't want varsity your life. Varsity blues is pretty cool. No, I okay. will not say that. Why do you hate varsity blues? I hate that movie. Is it because of James Vanderbeek? The beak? You don't like the beak? No, I, I, I had a lot of people always making fun of me. With his fake-ass Texas accent, they're, uh, they're, they're like, oh, it sounds just like you. I'm like, no, he doesn't. Nah, you sound better. Yeah. Shanae, take us out. So that's been our show. Um, we obviously are on, on whatever platform you're watching or listening to us on, uh, whether it be Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher. Pornhub. Uh, we also have social medias such as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Say Pornhub. Pornhub. We're not on Pornhub yet. Uh, <laughs> Look for us under the name Zipper Pete. <laughs> <laughs> or Captain Dark. Yeah, Captain Dark also. Uh, so as always, uh, I'm Shanae Howard. This is Ryan Robinson. You forgot my name for a second? <laughs> yes, I did. Ryan Ruxpin Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my name is Ted Rux. Yeah. Uh, that's Theodore Tommy. Rux. <laughs> Theodore Rux. That's Tommy Shelby. <laughs> Goodbye. And our special guest, James Sandusky. Later, y'all. Bye.